0: T-T-B Music for the class awesome. beer? Let's do it Wee, wee, wee <laughs> Happy
1: <What was> that? <laughs>
0: Oh, it's the theme tune, isn't it? Oh, right, the theme... Yeah, I forget that. a so. very bad yeah. version of the theme tune. Yeah? Uh-huh. Uh, you how long it is since you listen to the podcast. Oh. <laughs> 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 well, burn. Yeah. I do listen
1: to the podcast. I'm the only one that does. Anyway, it's good to see you again. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, happy autumn, apparently. Happy, well, it really has turned today, hasn't it? I mean, it's not, obviously, but, it, but, no. but, but no. if you believe in the three months... For the spring, summer, autumn, winter thing. No, yeah, I'm, I'm more. Of, I'm more of a traditionalist. I go with the uh, the
1: solstice rule. So, uh, so yeah, I'm still living in late summer. Woohoo! Yeah, exactly. Okay. Bit, of late, bit of late summer on this podcast, but we'll come to that.
0: Indeed, indeed. Uh, so, we're back. Obviously, yeah. Um, six albums again obviously although I say we've uh, done less than six albums when we're feeling <laughs> six pretty, albums again particularly, particularly, <laughs> particularly lazy we haven't um, done that so uh, 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 we're doing a bit of serious mainstream to start off with this time so we've got Beyonce Renaissance Lizzo Special mm-hmm. Danger Mouse and Black Thought Cheat Codes Rico Nasty Las R- Runez, Pale Waves Unwanted and Loudon Wainwright the Third Life Achievement. Hmm.
1: Um,
0: interesting. Thing, as I if uh, we mentioned sort of in a separate conversation earlier on, but I don't believe we've reviewed any of these people before. And the only That's connection we've had that. I mean, you know. yeah, is that we, we did review Mr. Beyonce, oh yeah. pretty much back very close to when we started the podcast. Wow. Which is probably the last time he released an album, wasn't it? Uh, I don't know, yeah. but I think he probably has released something uh, yeah. yeah, since yeah. yeah, then. But I can't remember that far back. Good, wasn't, wasn't, wasn't that like a 99 problems kind of time I think it's probably if yeah good grief wow so anywho, anywho. Uh, I mean, that, and, and amazingly we uh, obviously uh, in some ways it's surprising it's only the seventh studio album from Beyonce given how long she's been around but um I've heard, heard of her and obviously her last album Lemonade was hugely popular massive and <laughs> in that year we totally ignored it and didn't review it at all it's one,
1: it's one of those albums that that we didn't listen to it and and I don't think I ever got around to listening to right, it I. and yet i know it <laughs>
0: yes yeah. it's,
1: it's like this is how star wars non fans must feel about star wars
0: <laughs> 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 yeah so it's very fair that we had the to eventually get around get around to yeah exactly Miss Knowles, oh. uh, so seventh studio album, um, and apparently, this is the first instalment of a trilogy. Right, okay, bring it on, okay. So do we want to bring it on Pete?
1: That's oh, the well question. I mean first and foremost, unusually you've actually run, done the running order in a completely different way to my notes. I think we've been quite in sync recently, but uh oh, so we'll, we'll talk about that in the management meeting afterwards. Yeah. Um so uh, Beyoncé Renaissance. It, this is I'm, I'm excited that this is the first part of a trilogy. Um because this is a a very inventive and I was going to say solid, but I'm not going to use the word solid because that means so much to the three people that are listening. Um,
0: it's it's a very complete album, and First, as I said before, you know that I think you know when they say that that where is is it? Norwegians or Icelandic people have yeah um, 41 words, so yeah forty words. So. Okay, so yeah, that, we, yes. we, we we have. I think we probably have that many full. Solid. I have
1: forty-five definitions for solid. Um, this is probably at the top end of all those definitions in terms of positive speaking. It's it's overall, it's a great soundtrack to an evening out. This album would not be um, in an unusual place if you were to if you were in a club and you were to put this on and then just if the DJ was to put this on and then just walk away for an hour and go for a pint or a cigarette or whatever, yeah. and just leave this playing. I think most people in that club would think that the DJ was still there. Because yeah, it, okay. it is it is it is a set, it is a soundtrack, it is you know, it, it has a start and a finish and and unusually in, in this world of streaming, you can't listen to this album without listening to this album. If you know I mean, okay, in, Crazy, from start yeah. to finish oh, yeah, okay. So it's inventive, it has a completeness, uh, which is which is really interesting. Um yeah, I mean from its edgy intro. Uh, through to the track Cozy but then I think it really finds its feet uh, when curiously enough a DJ actually comes in and goes right hey everyone we're going to put on the album yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, and we start, start the start of the album the second start of the album is a track called Alien Superstar, which has um, uh, a serious nod to Right Said Fred <laughs> somewhere in the middle
0: there. Well, it's not a serious nod, it's
1: Junior Lift's Far Right Said Fred. It thread, is yes. Right Said Fred. Uh, and, and, and given the title, possibly a, a subtle nod to David Bowie. Um, and there's some also some filthy dark synths right across the album. Um, And and I'm going to pull out Pure Honey from towards the end of the album, where, again, another subtle, not subtle, uh, sort of Prince, 80s sort of Mm. soundscape, which I thought was really good. Um, And and that sort of of 80s sound sort of pervades through the final third. Um, But I think for me it's the sort of 90s house of Break My Soul... Mm-hmm. Uh, the soft groove off both of uh, plastic off the sofa and then you've got Virgo's groove which is great pop um, yeah. and it's just a su- it's, 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 it's it's very current very now but also has all these references that some are less subtle like right said Fred uh, and I'm not even going to mention Donna Summer because that's really obvious at the end um, well it's it's, um, it's your
0: man yeah it's your man Man, name <laughs> of, <laughs> producer man whose name <laughs> of, for, <laughs> uh, it's have forgotten to serve. It's Georgia overall. Georgia. Yeah. Yeah, it's Georgia.
1: Yeah, it's Georgia. Yeah, exactly. It genuinely is. It's there. It is. There. Yes, it yeah, is. It really there is. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, this is going well. <laughs> no but I mean, throughout, it's, it's, it's subtle in places but more obvious in others. But yet, it's continuous and you feel that once you've started listening to it, you can't stop. Um, I've listened to this album about three times now. Um, and. You know, I've, I've really, I've really got to enjoy it, and um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a Beyoncé fan. I am not the target of audience, but this is brilliant. You know, I've come to that conclusion. This is actually a brilliant album. It's not one I'm going to refer back to. It's probably not one I want to listen to often. Yeah. But but in the back of my mind, I'll always think that first Beyoncé album we actually got round to reviewing on the podcast was actually really good. I'll leave it there. <laughs>
0: Uh, I don't think it's brilliant, but but uh, but uh, but I will I'll agree with you that, that this was one of two albums on the on the podcast where I definitely had the thing of third listen being the kind of changing of my opinion on it. Mm. Um, first listen, first listen, because this, there is quite a lot going on. Yes, tons um, in tons. in the background. Yeah. Uh, it kind of felt a bit much for me the first couple of times I was listening to it. Apart from, co- for first, the first, first time round, Cozy kind of hooked me in. Like I thought, actually, yeah, this is you know, quite a lot of this. Um, and Pure Honey, for anything that you mentioned as well, the two things that I kind of went, oh, well, I those. Everything else was just like, oh, no, it's just not working for me. Um, but then by third listen, it... it, it it kind of like leveled out, and I thought, oh, and start. I was starting to appreciate what was going on in the background as well as what was going on in the foreground, and I can see what you were saying about uh, this is one of a couple of albums on on the, on the podcast where you can imagine going to disco, just putting it on and kind of going, mm. right, fucking off now. I'll be back. Right. after i have had a few beers and come round, come round, just take it off, and then we'll put something else on. Um, because you're right. I mean, I, I, the, the, this whilst the album does have a focus and I think you, I think you're right in the sense that actually it possibly hangs together better than any other album on the podcast actually I'd probably say yeah um as an album oh yeah um, it's complete there's quite a lot of different types of style of stuff going yeah. going, going on, in, on, in, yeah, on yeah. in there nods to various different kind of old school type yeah um hip hop stuff and song stuff and various other things um as you said, far right said Fred are in there. Um, um, the interesting thing, I mean, if, if made me cozy break my song, which I think is uh, which is Robin Show Me Love, Robin S Show Me Love, yeah yeah thing. Uh, Virgo's groove, which you want to mention as well, i pure pure honey and probably the things that stand out for me most on the album. But what's interesting about this album, and actually, it's an interesting unintentional link. For this entire podcast, was the song "Heated" originally contained the phrase "spaz"? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Which obviously, apparently, in African American parlance, it's synonymous with freaking out or just getting crazy. Yeah. Obviously, different meaning. Different meaning for people uh, in the UK and almost other people that. that, uh, Yeah. That. Um, What was good was when it was pointed out that Beyoncé immediately kind of like went fair cop governor and kind of replaced the offending word with the word blast um, and why it's interesting is because Lizzo's song Girls also contained exactly the same word until it was all also pointed out to her and obviously mm. uh, from Lizzo's point of view which we'll get to any, any, anyway she'd, she'd kind of tweeted saying it's been brought to my attention that there's in a harmful world on my new song let's make it clear I never want to promote derogatory language as a fat black woman in America. I've had many hurtful words used against me so I understand the power of words that can have whether intentionally or in my case unintentionally. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was was actually quite interesting And and then... I know where you're going with this. Yeah, <laughs> both the da- both the Danger Mouse and Black Thought albums, and the Rico Nasty albums. Oh, I'll just throw my notes away now. Yeah, use the word "spaz" and "spastic." Yeah. So, yeah. so 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 on on, yes. on the, in the Danger Mouse album, "Belize," literally, it's not it's not them. It's, M, it's, it's MF Doom's rap mm. uses the word "spastic," mm-hmm. but on "Blow Me," uh, Rico Nasty says spazzing as well. So. Unbeknownst to everything, we've actually doing a podcast on four albums that all use the word or versions of the word spaz spastic which is did, just bizarre did you know this before we no, no. not no, at all has it occurred to you as it occurred to me as we were going through this genuinely genuinely it wasn't intentional it wasn't intentional that I've picked a, a topical podcast it's amazing that we're on trend for once <laughs> <But laughs> no in in it's, just, it's just
1: bizarre. musical debate and lyrical debate yeah um, it's, it's interesting isn't it because with an album like Beyonce, coming, coming back to Beyonce it's so complete it's so well produced it's so it's so solid in terms of how it, how it comes together it, it feels wrong really you have to sort of dissect it edit it pick pick it out and, and it's funny I was having this debate with someone else earlier today it's like we live in a world we live in a world now where um, you know it, it's just so easy to sort of go back and tweak it Whereas, yeah. I mean, if you had like back in the. Back, the joy of digital. <laughs> yeah, the joy of digital. Back in the day, it's just like, okay, we've put this word on this record and now it's offending everyone. And it's like, oh, well, it's too late because 100 million <laughs> final pressings are now yeah. out, out there. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no pulling that back. We ain't getting it back. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. It's just, it is bizarre, isn't it?
1: You know, it is, it is bizarre, but it, it sort of it has been an interesting debate as well. I mean, in terms of in terms of mental health and and obviously how that that particular word is sort of caught on uh, you know it's been well used but in a completely different context but of course obviously uh, UK is everything as it? UK are. listeners and others like we do have listeners elsewhere <laughs> um, will will obviously know differently you know
0: Katie if you're still listening Canada, hello
1: hi Canada.
0: <laughs> 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 we move on uh, to the, amazingly, fourth album from Lizzo, uh, Gone Special. Um, you know, where do I say, I, I, I can't understand this, it's 70s disco, with 80s synth pop, joyous, fun album. Half length of the Beyonce album, but at least twice as fun. Not necessarily twice as good, but certainly twice as yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. I as you might imagine, this yeah, album full of positivity about self-image, self-confidence. Yeah. Um, and I'd say I think the first half of this album is pretty much faultless. Yeah.
1: It's you perfect. Know, from it? the sign yeah, to that's...
0: the title track, special. Yeah. Just. Yeah, it's so just it's it, it, it just brilliant, great in a different way. Yeah, and also yeah. to be loved, I am ready. I think is possibly the best single of the year so far for me. It's just it's just such a banging pop tune. It's a banging song.
1: it's a banging eighties pop tune. Yeah. Even right down to the formatting of the title. Yeah. Exactly. Was that like?
0: late? <laughs> to Be Loved Brackets, I am ready. Brackets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just oh I, I genuinely just love it. Yeah. Um second half of the album isn't quite up to the standard of the first half of the album, but it's still because it's only them minutes, it still zips by. Naked Birthday Girl Standouts in the second half of the album for me I would like, those so, a. Gay has a very Michael Jackson thriller esque vibe to it musically. I kind of thought, um, and it's just what's also also funny, and this is a great and again this, this this slight self this podcast is self self referential because um, on the song bitch, there's a lyric, figure me out, no cheat code, give me your hoodie when I'm cold. Yeah and the next album that's in the reviewing is called Cheat Code mm. yeah I spotted that
1: one too yeah. it's
0: just like oh my goodness it's what? the ultimate self-retrogram so podcast flagged. we just don't think about these things yeah. but we do um, but we don't yeah but and also lyrics in special are really really r- 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 light but, you know, you know you can you imagine yeah. a world where it was the same yeah, you yeah, can yeah. cancel the girl because she just won't change yeah. then there's <laughs> <laughs> that's why we feel so low and that's why we feel so much shame yeah, I, I genuinely love this record. It's like, it's like, I love love them li- yeah. when she first came on the scene a few years ago. I kept kind of thinking, this is somebody that's genuinely fun and yeah. like, writes fun pop songs. Yeah. And then obviously, I don't, know if, I don't know if you've seen her her kind of uh, her show. This show when she auditioned girls, beautiful black women, beautiful big black women to be able, to be on the to be a background singers oh, and performers yeah, performers i yeah, are yeah, yeah, yeah. tour um yeah. also just really good full of heart genuinely full of heart um and she plays the fucking flute you know yeah don't get enough flute no in music these
1: days no. yeah and, and that whole approach is sort of the whole band the whole approach the whole image Uh, it it sort of reminds me of self esteem and some of the stuff she's done Mm, in the summer yeah the various festivals you know that sort of the whole sort of how sort of consciousness around being a woman that comes through some of the lyrics here as well and uh, um, I mean I mean my own thoughts was I completely agree with you it was so it it opens so wonderfully happy Uh, it's like washed with the 70s and 80s yeah. Sort of soulful vibe. It's kinda of perfect summer. Record. Yeah, it's a perfect summer album. It's a shame that I've only just discovered it. That's been towards t- 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 <laughs> Just just as the weather goes, yeah, fuck you, Britain. Well uh, you say that. We yeah, might be no. we, well, good yeah. warming. Summer. Yeah, 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 no, exactly. So there'll be plenty of opportunities to burn later. But um no, it's it's a great summer album and uh and and you know what? I, I did it, it obviously tried not to compare this to Beyonce, which I just listened to when I listened to this um again this feels like something you could just put on at a party uh you put this on when everyone's sort of jolly and happy and then when things get a little bit edgier later then you go to nid. people yeah obviously (laughs) then you go to nine inch nails but but before you get to nine inch nails you, you, you want people to sort of dance and, and have a few more vodkas, and you're like, that's when you put the Beyoncé on. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this is a nice, warmer pack <laughs> for your for your perfect summer party. Uh, you put this on first, then you do Beyoncé later, and, and then obviously you close with Nintendo. Then you get dark. Then you get dark. <laughs> but uh, no, I love the '80s. Right? I, I had absolutely everything about this. I particularly liked. Um, everybody's gay because it's just so wonderful uh, special um, birthday girl do you know what? I quite like Coldplay at the end there as well with this little sort of um, with this little Coldplay yeah, cameo yeah, Coldplay cameo in there it's stars isn't it yeah the um, stars and it's just like yeah brilliant um, and it's just sort of that reference so I remember the time when we just kicked back and listened to Coldplay and we were so happy oh what nice nice little clothes so yeah it's
0: brilliant right after that positive start let's see if we can it's continue. all positive so far we go on to Danger Mouse and Black Thought mm-hmm. the album Cheat Coats um Danger Mouse They actually they're saying that I th- having said the thing at the start I think we possibly might have reviewed something with Danger Mouse yeah. and and somebody else. You know what you've?
1: Oh my god! This this podcast is layers within layers. What you've referenced him already? You remember? You mentioned Ninety Nine Problems. Was it really? Yeah. Do you remember the Grey album? Hmm. When the Black album met the White album, that was layers. Danger Mouse. Oh. Possibly. Not even <laughs> it's like it's layers within layers, people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this, one, this um, is called Cheat So then he went legit and did albums. Yeah, <laughs>
0: this is called Cheat Um mm. So back to you, back to you, and I think back to you for some old school kind of
1: s- rapping hip-hop, yeah, I think. I'm, I'm lost now in 99 Problems versus Hell at Skelter. Um, oh, this is a great opening. This is a great opening album. I, I, this was the first album I listened to this time yeah. around, of this cohort. Um, so, so really love the sort of track, sometimes emph- emphatically followed up by the title track Cheat Codes, all of which sets a scene. Um and the album really moves along a pace, particularly at the beginning. It does. Um yeah, you, know, you go you go from there to the darkest place, to No Gold Teeth, um and then it only really starts to slow down about about a third of the way through. You get to the Is it, it's Because, the track Because, which covers a slightly different territory lyrically moving from doing this really wonderful movement from racism to domestic violence to to sort of various societal problems and how that impacts on relationships going forward. Um, and that takes you to a mellower space. Um, a Katie mellower space. Yeah, no, uh, Katie mellower. Uh, a yeah, mellower space where you get the Belize, with the aforementioned Belize, which we talked about earlier. Um, and then the excellent, now I think this is possibly my favourite track of the album, Aquamarine which is just pure indie trip-hop of an age way back when but but dusted off and and done well it's it's super featuring and Kuniku. yeah i really uh, was it oh okay yeah um, see, he's doing he's doing the course bits. he's doing the course bits. so I, I remember him from from uh, from uh, previous podcasts and and then, and that is just brilliant and then oh, i can't stop saying brilliant this podcast We've, there's been a lot of inventiveness and brilliance on this podcast and then the album settles into the final third it, it's a bit harder towards the end a bit edgier I find having had all this sort of um, sort of experimentation yeah, and maybe. wonderful crossing over it, it gets a bit harder but then it ends on a good groove with the violas and lupitas. Um also back in Belize uh, some really good rhyming on here as well I love the rhyming of
0: um, uretha and
1: Eureka.
0: That's <laughs> well, why old school. It's it it literally when, when you literally rhymed everything. I was just like, how did you do that? <laughs> how, did you do, how did
1: you do that? It's like, you know, we landed through the urethra and then we made our way here and it's Eureka. It's just like, that's genius. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. Um, good? Yeah, no, it's... Solid uh, with a ping?
0: No, it is, it's it's... For me it's it's very old school. Yeah. Old school rap hip hop from if you if you liked if you're if you're an old fucker like us and you like liked kind of eighties, nineties rather than the last twenty years kind of rap hip hop. Yeah. Oh yeah. It has oh, that yeah. classic sixties 60 seventies song vibe yeah. coming coming off on the kind of the background music of what's going what's going on. Yeah. And actually lots of it's it's simplistic in the fact that it's not trying to like cut lots of things together it's having one kind of groups it's having one or two groups going not kind of like jarring things against each other Um, obviously the rapping is you know he's, he's a brilliant old school MC yeah and proves it here with literally rhyme, as you said, rhyming rhyme everything. anything. Literally rhyming anything. anything. Um, it's, it's an art form, man. And it reminds me of yeah. why I really got into kind of like rapping in the late 80s, early, 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 yeah. late, early 90s. Cause th- that cleverness and just... Yeah. Literally the rhythm. Yeah. If you pardon me, rhythm the Rhythm of words, yeah, and yeah. The words and what you yeah. mean. It yeah. starts off, I mean, I love the opening trap partly because... I actually really like because it uses samples. Uh, Gwen McRae's "Love Without Sex," which is off an album of first called "Something So Right," which is a really fucking good record. Has to be said. Um, so I loved that for start off. I like, "Oh, should I heard that?" I went, "Okay, yeah. I'm sat down. I'm in yeah, for yeah. This. this. This is good." um I just said Akin Rain, just brilliant. um Also, really like "Darkest Part." um Partly because it nicks uh, two lines from Public Enemies, Black Steel in the Hour of Chaos, mm-hmm. um, off. Possibly the best rap album ever. Uh, it takes mention of the songs back. Um, also, there's a really good line. Come with which in is But it's not a myth. Black is blackness is not a monolith. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't remember which track it was, but that that real really, really, good line I really like.
1: I also really like the line on that. Um, I can think again. It was in it was in Belize. It's like reflecting black, like God's reflection. Yeah, I love that line.
0: But yeah, this is just really, really great. I mean, I can understand. It. I, can, I can understand people criticizing it kind of going, "Oh, it's a bit kind of like uh, mm-hmm. it's not doing anything new, blah, blah blah." But again, sometimes you don't have to do anything new. You just do something old and just do it good. And that's what this is. Really good record. Really good record. Moving on to a newer artist, uh, Rico Nasty. Um, How? Quite forget if this is meant to be an album or whether it's mi- mixtape. It seems to be. It seems to be. People have <laughs> de- described it as both online, so it's kind of hard to tell, really. Okay. Um, okay. This is Ruiners. Um, so it's either her second album or her umpteenth mixtape. Um, She's built up quite a following over the last few years, uh, for her use of eclectic musical palettes for her rapping. Uh like breakbeats, drum bass, indie rock, punk, metal, and etc. In fact, crossing over so much that Kerrang actually reviewed this album.
1: No way. Yes. Wow.
0: Okay. Um which is interesting because this is not there's not a lot of rock on this album. There's some. There is some. There is some rock on this album. There is some rock on this album, but, yeah. it, but it's quite subtle and it's not going out there. Yeah. The strings were, I wouldn't, wouldn't say Kerrang levels of rock, but Karang gave it four out of five. I stand to be corrected. Yeah. Wow. Saying that she is the future. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I think this, this seemed to be a be more This seemed to be a more dance-focused mm-hmm. collection overall for me. Mm-hmm. The, the, if you were taking what you've been sold of, saying she's quite rocky, quite punky. Mm-hmm. Her look is very punky. She's very much. Um, Hayley Quinn-esque. Um, this was one of these records where I felt it was a bit monotonous on the first couple of listens. Mm-hmm. But yes, regular listeners, I am about to say. I then listened to it for a third time and kind of went, oh, yeah, oh, mm-hmm. go on. Mm-hmm. Something more is going on here. Oh, As things started separating out and coming together a bit more. Yeah. Um, and this is an album it sort of goes from in your face rapping to kind of Charlie XCX type one pop They're on something like Focus Me. Good use of vocal tricks, um, particularly to change her voice up for Skullflower. Mm-hmm. Um
1: which is good. I like yeah. it.
0: Yeah. Also has the ability to go from screeching western you strip your heart out on the uh, on the track like the opening track, Intrusive to very to an incredibly good singing voice on like fucking Lady um dance scream and especially on the acoustic ballad easy which is just beautiful um also it's very funny um on entries uh, I think there's entries there's the great line and I am going to swear again i'm only here to smoke more blunts and spit on racist cunts which is the, which is then beautifully followed by the line <laughs> Mom, mom, if you hear this, I'm sorry. I heard that. <laughs> yes, yes, I heard that in the yeah. in the background there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But then there's also the brilliant bit br- br- bit on on Me when she when she adopts the Australian accent. are gonna go. Yes. And he go down under. Good, good day. day, mate. <laughs> <laughs> which is just very very funny. It's comedy. Yeah, yeah. It's brilliant. Um, High marks. Me are intrusive. Black punk, really good. Easy <laughs> into the dark. Um, hmm. <laughs> I'm hoping it's a, so a mixtape because as an album it doesn't really hold together Oh, okay But there's certainly more than enough here to demonstrate that this is somebody to pay attention to keep an eye on and indeed an ear out for for future output
1: Interesting We're going to agree and disagree on the same review I don't think this has ever happened before oh. because because I agree with everything you've said but yeah, except, my, my except conc- you think it does my it, conclusion me. is different this album takes no prisoners leaning heavily into as you say 90s industrial techno EDM ro- the rock element is obviously there I can see why Kerrang! actually picked it up the no more I think about it um, I mean it, it, there is more typical sort of R&B on Watch Your Man and Blow Me but the, the album seems to settle into this alternative groove and um, and and just when you think the album has settled it takes this crazy left turn right in the middle with the remix of Jungle
0: yeah which which feels like it's just
1: dropped in from somewhere completely different Um, and yet I like it and yet it's possibly one of my highlights of this album I mean there are Mm. others it's one of my highlights of the album but yeah it's very much as a sort of a palate cleanser and then what follows is very much in that sort of similar sort of clubby dance oriented vein yes Um, and then to karang's credit right at the end it takes a guitar another left turn towards guitar driven music it's you know you get a couple of real rockers on there a couple of more softer personal tunes as well i thought chicken Nugget was very cute at the end Um, so my conclusion um is i think it actually does hang together very well um and i know we've been on here a few times in the past and said you know albums these days made for streaming You know, you can chop and change them and put them here, there and everywhere. Um, This is an album... This album is an example of where that's been done. Yes. There's a rock album, there's a dance album, there's an R&B album, there's a rap album, there's everything all mixed mixed together. Um, But actually, I think, a bit like Beyoncé, you have to listen to it as a complete work for it to make any sense. Because if, if you don't listen to it from start to finish... If you don't experience that crazy left turn in the middle with the remix and what mm. follows, um, you don't get the connectivity. So I actually disagree. I agree, but disagree. So we'll have to agree to disagree.
0: I thought so, there's a podcast doing that at the moment. Yeah, oh, yes,
1: indeed. But uh, here we are. I think we've been doing that a lot longer. Mm.
0: <laughs> Apparently we've got 7% left on the batteries. All right, let's get moving. Ooh, In- trendy, indie time. Indie time. Well, sort of indie time. How many have we got left? Two? Two. Right, let Pale P- P- Waves. Now, come on. Pale w- P- Waves. Pale Waves. Pale Waves. Pale yeah. Waves. Um, and their album is called Unwanted. Are you coming to me this- first? I am coming to you okay. first. This is... Uh, this, is the, this is the third album. Should, should look at it, I guess? again, Third album. Yeah, album number three from this Manchester band. Um, who... Apparently, st- apparently the first album was very poppy. Second album went more kind of pop punk. I think this album kind of probably leans more towards the second album than the first album. I would say. Yeah,
1: definitely. But have you come into But,
0: but is it any good? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah okay. Do i have to learn right
1: Do you know what? No, no. I mean, I mean, I've only just learned from 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 you that um, they're from Manchester. So obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you hadn't said that because um, no I didn't like this at all
0: really um, yeah, I, think so. I um,
1: it, it's it, it's just it's it's sort of classic indie pop but it's got hits on there and it goes and do, do you know what I was just saying a moment ago about like streaming and, hmm. and I mean I, I don't care what order this album is in because I can chop and change it and build my own version and it's, it all sounds the same. Um I think that's unfair. No it's it's very fair. It's very fair apart from the obvious ballads um of which there are two or three that pop up. Uh oh and the third one the third ballad has swears Ooh. <laughs> But um, I'm getting childish now. I mean, I did like I did like unwanted the title track. Um, there are a couple of other tracks I like, alone, rock bottom. They're they're good. They're good indie pop songs. But now nah, I'm, I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry,
0: Manchester. I didn't like this. I'd love to say this album, but obviously I lost my notes, so I can't. Uh, <laughs> however, um, I thought I thought this album was fine. I mean, I, I, I yeah, I was kind of literally solid about it but in the slightly mm-hmm. thumbs down slightly yeah, yeah so, sure um, it's it's a collection of Averley type songs mm-hmm. paramore type songs yeah. and a couple of things yeah and there are a couple of bits on it that um the paramore one the only only problem was very was very um Paramore-y. um there were a couple of songs I liked, and I'm trying to, because I don't know coming, which ones are worth I i a feeling you're so vain, um, <laughs> yes. and right. I liked. And I, and I quite liked, I actually quite liked, uh, I quite liked the, wherever the first ballad was. Was that without you, or like, clean, or? Yes, whatever? But, 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 one, one, one of those, really. I actually quite liked and thought was actually quite, quite, yes. quite, quite, quite Yeah, up no, up, no, yeah, yeah no, come on, let's credit, um, credit where credit
1: is due. And it is due.
0: Yeah. You know. So I th- I thought they were perfectly fine, but
1: yeah. Perf- yeah. Perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. We've reviewed that one very quickly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> on to the final album, which we might get in before the uh, battery runs out. Uh mm. the twenty-sixth album by Len Maywright third <laughs> Uh Lifetime Achievement. Um Seventy so it's seventy-five. Um as re- actually as referenced on the album indeed. Um uh, with over 55 years now in the business, um, has been touted, before, touted in his early years as a new Bob Dylan, um, which then disappeared, appeared, but actually was touted as a new Bob Dylan for very good reasons, in my view, because if you're familiar with his wider body of work, he is, a in fact, an excellent songwriter, um, a point that's often been lost in the past due to the fact that there's obviously been a lot of humour in his work. Um... And there is not shortage of that in, in this album. In fact, had um, more banjo in this album than we've had in any album for a long time. Um, I thought, oh, what, is, what are Bella Fleck and Abigail Washburn doing at the moment? <laughs> <laughs> um, what are they up to? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, and this, it's, a, in a way, it's a classic Lamey Realm because because it, ha, it has both the things... That is he's renowned for so it has comedy in it It's a song about hell for example um, is for- there one about being with family? <laughs> no, that's the one that comes after the one about Oh yeah, you're right. it, it, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it literally seamlessly goes it seamlessly into. Seamlessly transitions into hell. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. It's one of the be- best. Best one of the best segues of an album. One of the best thing, unwritten thing. jokes in any album. Yes, <laughs> but it starts off with that thing. The whole, the whole thing. Him and him and his relationship with, with family has been mm. a ongoing thing over, over over the years because he is brutally honest about his writing and has managed to fuck off most of his children yeah. um even on this album he mentions his his daughter daughter lucy and what in, in the song hat um but obviously and so you've just reference, there's a song song but that's uh, um does it have a vacation family FanVac fam fam which, fam is, which is about a song about basically ha- having a vacation away from your family uh, yeah, something some, something family. which we've all wanted to do nah, I don't know what you're talking about on many many <laughs> occasions um, and that's just kind of typical and then, but this stuff is the typical and stuff um, and there's a couple of things like that that, that are, there's, a, there's a, great, it's a great song the second song is one of two a, a, a cappella songs about making a wish and stuff, which I really, really, like, which I really hated the first time I heard it. Yeah. But then after a couple of times, I kind of went, oh, I kind of like the simplicity of this, and particularly the kind of whole thing when it builds up to the thing of when you get to a birthday, you have a wish, but I can't tell what it is because mm. it wouldn't come true kind of thing, which I quite liked. But I think the two standout tracks, and I might have to look up the track tra- tracks here because I haven't got the thing, are the two songs that are clearly written about his uh, current relationship, which are the title track, uh, Lifetime Achievement, where you basically kind of go say, Yeah, I can't, my biggest achievement essentially is meeting you, uh, the woman he's current, lady he's currently with. Um, and It Takes Two, which is the third track on the album, which is also similarly themed kind of thing about, you know, i'm working because we're together um and i think as pure songs in and of themselves that could be taken out of the album i think those are the two the, the two best tracks there's still other good stuff on, there's still a good stuff on little piece of me hell as a hell of what i've mentioned there's a couple of songs about going back to old town so back in your town town and country particularly um there's another kind of a cappella song, It, which didn't work quite as well for me as 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 the uh, One Wish track. Um, and I also like How, how Old is 75 as well, when he's literally kind of going, how am I this age? How am I going to live to 80 when the fat lady sings? Kind of thing. Um, not the best Wayne Wainwright album, but still, en- right. but still enough on it to make me kind of go... Yeah, there's a reason why. I'm glad he's still around.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And do you know what? I mean, the humour is is amazing. and It actually starts quite seriously. Um, I, I don't know if you've got an almost sea shanty, sort of folky sort of vibe. I'm, well, I just... It, 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 in a yeah, couple of places like... on this album. Um, but for a guy of his um, uh, experience and maturity, uh, I mean, his, his voice is still amazing. I mean, there was the... Um, there's a couple of times it goes vocal only and it's just him mm. just him singing to Mike I think it's it's I Wish
0: yeah uh, I Wish and, and um, True and, um, and, yeah. and it, it's
1: it's just amazing listening to him sing um, uh, and but but the humour is obviously there and it's right across the album Uh we've talked about Fanback and and I mean in summary there's a lot to like about this Um whether he's sad or happy or just plain angry it's just a joy to listen to. Mm. It's just an absolute joy.
0: <laughs> so, Pete, as you were saying about Layton railroad,
1: <laughs> I think I was just saying it was an absolute joy uh, to listen through to our, throughout. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that was... I was just about working up to my conclusion. Actually, as we cut out there, um, no, it's, it's been it's been fantastic. I really enjoyed this record. That was it. That was the end of the podcast.
0: <laughs> Apart from our surmising. True. Yeah, we haven't, we haven't surmised. Actually, actually, surprisingly, I didn't think that I didn't think this coming into this podcast. Uh, surmising is actually quite tricky.
1: It yeah. is, very.
0: Because I'm not 100% certain what my favourite album is. Well, actually, this, 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 in a way, it's one of those things where, where I could I could probably tell you what... It's that thing where you can go, some people didn't know anything, you go, what's your, your favourite film? And go, this is my favourite film, Although the best film is this. And I could almost do that with a podcast, Going to go, yeah. well... The one that gave me the most joy was clearly clear Lizzo album. Yeah, okay. By a long way. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Do I think it's the best album of the podcast? No. I don't
1: know. So I'm in a similar place. I think the one that gave me the most joy was the Rico Nasty album. But it's not the best album of the podcast. And the Lizzo album also gave me a lot of joy as well. But it's clearly the Beyoncé album is the best produced album of the podcast the best complete album of the podcast. However, I think I would rate Rico and Nasty higher.
0: Yeah. I... Hmm. I'm genuinely not sure what I'd have for the, for the best album, I think. I would probably sit on the fence.
1: Oh, no, you can't sit on the fence. We never sit on the fence. Even if you pick a different one.
0: Ugh. Pick one. In that case, I go to Lizzo, it's short. There you go, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Well done. <laughs> See you next time. So, if you hear this, I've, man- I've managed to get the recording <laughs> off the iPhone for the last couple of minutes of the, the podcast <laughs> after the laptop crashed during the recording of the podcast. It's been three days. <laughs> and this is our twelfth attempt to get this bit right so if you're still here until next time